Why are you, why are you laughing? So, yeah, this is the second attempt. Here we go. Uh, so we have a full house tonight. You got me, myself, and me, Ryan. You have Mike, Michael, we have Michael. Chris, <laughs> Brad, and we have two guests. We have Josh, Chris's son, and for the first time on Average Joe's, we have a woman. We have Kim. Best behavior. Best behavior. <laughs> Us or her? Us. <laughs> no uh, yeah. <laughs> So um, before we jump in with you guys, I've got a, uh, a just an interesting interesting anecdote. Anecdote? That's the yeah. word, right? Sure. Um, Deb Johnson was um, telling me, she was, you know, she had been watching the news and seeing the stuff that was going on in Israel. And um, I saw her at the diner um, on Wednesday. And she was just, you know, and I said, Deb, you got to stop watching the news. You know, she goes, I know, but it's just scary and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm not sure if I said it or if she had listened to the podcast, but somehow we got her stuck on, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? She said it just turned her whole week around. She's obsessed now with doing Adam and Eve have belly buttons. She brought it to the uh, Gospel of Mark class Thursday night and do does did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? And I said, well, no, no they, they, weren't, weren't they weren't born right. So... That was just an interesting feedback, little anecdote their, to get you started. But their so. body did have the DNA in it to make sure that their kids would have belly buttons. Sure. Yep. Yeah. It was all written in the code there. Josh, welcome home. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about college life. Uh, it's intense. There's a lot of work. To Wait, do. you're living in tents? No. <laughs> uh, no. It's just, I got it. <laughs> we got sound no. effects now. <laughs> oh, you were here that night, yeah. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of work to do, and there's still a lot of work to do. I have projects that overlap each other, tests that are on the same day, which are nightmares. Mm. But it's fun. It's interesting when you are technically on your own and trying to manage everything and make sure that you don't flunk out of college or yeah. fail. Mm-hmm. And so far, no worries. I'm good. All yeah. grades are good. Um, it's the complete opposite of tense. He's going to college at a resort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for it. It is, it is a nice campus. Uh-huh. Do, do you see the shirt he's wearing Yeah, here? yeah. This, this is where he got to spend a weekend for marine biology, snorkeling on a coral This is the hands-on part. Yep. Um, we were pretty much on that trip just allowed to goof off and snorkel and continue to goof off. It was fun. All in the name of science. All in the name of science. All in the name of science. <laughs> did you have to write a paper on it? Uh, no, no, I did not. Mm. And I was very thankful. I did get extra credit, though, in my marine biology class for it, wow. which was nice. Did you did you see any cool I species? saw a pretty large lobster. There were no sharks. A um, bunch of fish. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm not so good at identifying what fish those were, mm-hmm. but uh, there was a bunch of fish. Parrotfish was the main group. Mm. And uh, lots of jellyfish. Uh-huh. Those are not fun to have sit on your arm in when you're snorkeling. No. Did you get stung at all? Oh, 75, if not 85% of the group was stung pretty roughly. So I've heard. Oh. I, do I we need Kim to leave the room? <laughs> but rumor has it, if you pee on a jellyfish, it takes a sting away. Josh? 
Unfortunately, for anyone who thinks that that's a fun <laughs> idea, this is a huge myth. It does not work. <laughs> no, but it's certainly funny to think about. <laughs> Scientifically speaking. Yeah, no, this is it's a complete myth. Uh, that's good to know. That's good. <laughs> so don't pee on a jellyfish thing. It's not going to do anything. Or a bee sting. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not sure the two are even related. Yeah, no. They are if you pee on them. That's, right. <laughs> that's what they have in common. Yeah, we brought this up with the wrong group. I knew as soon as you mentioned jellyfish. That's why I did it. <laughs> so, uh, case in point, I will not talk about Ordernidaria anymore on this <laughs> podcast. So the um, your... Are you making friends in the dorm and stuff? Are you oh, yes. I already have a couple friend groups that I'm part of. I'm already involved in a men's Bible study down there. Um, go there every Monday night from 8 to 9.30. We are currently studying the book of Acts. Hmm. And it's amazing what a group of 20 to 30 people, that's how much are there, uh, can come up with out of a single chapter yeah. in interpreting. It takes. There's a reason why it takes till 9.30. Well, mm-hmm. well. Cool. Wow. Who started that group, or who runs it? Uh, his name's uh, I have forgotten the name, and I just have not been on campus that I have forgotten. Is he a uh, s- student? He is a student. He is, I think, a junior or senior that started a little while ago because th- he felt there was a need for it on the campus. Nice. And like I said, twenty to thirty guys show up there every day. Hmm. Awesome. This is a secular campus, correct? Hmm? A secular campus? Yes, technically. It, it's backed by Christian principles, but that's it. And it's mostly a secular campus. Like America. Yes. <laughs> America. 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 So are you? Uh, are there places where you're seeing um, your faith and your college experience come, um, either come together or be- uh, knocking heads together? Um, so every time I go to bio, my biology lecture and they say something like that, this organism, just all this happened to make this organism work. And it's like, you are falling apart right in my eyes right now. And it's hilarious to watch. I write little, uh, I call them God notes. Um, when they say some like part of like, this creature can just do it because and it's like how amazing lord that you gave him this quality to be able to do this mm-hmm. uh even the hagfish which i'm not sure many of you know it is a creature that is it's a fish but it's just covered in slime and it's gross Ooh. and there was a truck crash one time and the whole road was covered in slime and that's why it's more known because of that mm. what's it called the hagfish okay not a great name marine biologists don't give good names to uh <laughs> organisms um, but this organism has no jaws, nothing, no jaws, mm. it, but it, yet it can still clamp into prey by twisting itself into a knot to close itself onto it. And then it will untie itself when it's ready to pull a chunk out. And that's how they feed. And even that, like I wrote in a little note, like this is insane. A creature that has no jaws, no ability mm-hmm. can still, that you've given it the ability to tie itself in a knot. Mm-hmm. Yes, that thing. It is gross. Wow. It's ugly. It's really ugly. Very That's ugly. Probably how I got the name. Nasty. The old hag. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the guy didn't really like his mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get to see one? Uh, no. Thankfully, I'm I'm okay with not seeing them. They are weird, and there's some organisms. I'm like, Lord, why? 
Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. even? Mosquitoes. The, the majority that I have learned so far is there are like eight to nine different groups of worms with 25,000 to 100,000 species and representing them. And I continue asking, Lord, why so many worms? <laughs> why? There's the uh -huh. title. Why, Lord, why so many? Why you know, so many worms? Why so many worms? <laughs> That's a theological question, right? Wasn't there a, a, a reformer, re Reformation guy who did the diet of worms? Wasn't that a? Yeah, that's was, worms, though. The fact yeah, though they, that they uh, make up the majority of marine species. <laughs> the fact that they make up the majority of marine species is what's making me question, like, why? Yeah. Just why? Um, sea worms, worms in the water. The, yeah, they're they're marine, they're marine oh. vertebrates. They're marine worms. Oh. They evolved because fishermen were losing them off their hook, so they've just evolved <laughs> yeah. for varieties of yeah, worms. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because we climbed out of the ooze, so it's only natural yeah. to go back into the ooze. Into the ooze. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like good science to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Other examples was they came up with this apparently in a video where they made this thing between life and non-life, I guess. It's just this blob. And because it can move, they called it alive. And uh, they said they created it entirely. And I'm like, yeah. there's no way. It's like, no. oh, this, it's so sad. It's so sad. And the professors talk about, and we're getting into the complexity, the complexity of the DNA molecule. There's so many different interactions that need to take place and peptide bonds and things that need to form that it's just hilarious that they're like, this all happened random chance. And it's like, mm. okay, mm. all right, cool. Hmm. Wow. Do Are you, you going to have to write papers agreeing with that stuff in order to pass? Um... Currently, I haven't had to too much to deal with that. Uh, I haven't really had to write papers in regards to the sciences. I've had to write more papers for English, and that's just contemporary issues that are going on right now, mm -hmm. which I could completely care less about writing about, but I still have to write about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm sure there will be papers where I'll have to actually go from that standpoint. I'm not sure how that will work or what the Lord's going to look get me to be able to do mm -hmm. or figure out um but in my mind i'm kind of on the side of like i want to be kind of like a mix between like ecologist creationist kind of thing like mm -hmm. we there's too little of us out in the science genre we need more of us amen amen yep um and then so how many science classes are you taking versus what you're getting in terms of um, like your, what are the basic classes you got to take? Your core classes or whatever. Okay, so prereqs, uh, pre I guess. Fifty-five gen eds transferred over from Perry to, to Florida Southern College, and so I don't have many gen eds to do. Mm -hmm. It's mostly just classes within my major, and this semester is primarily just biostats, uh, bio fifteen hundred, which is just the first level of biology. There's like three levels. Uh, it's microbiology technically, marine bio and lab and that's about that's about it yeah next semester will be more towards uh biology with the ecosystems uh oceanography and the college definitely because their programs overlap allowing me to double major it definitely feels like it more focuses on the marine aspect which i'm okay with it's cool mm -hmm. um and and uh 
I will have to take chemistry in probably two years, but as of right now, I'm kind of clueless as to how their other classes are going to look. Yeah. Will you, with 55 credits transferring in, will you finish a year early? No, I will not, and I'm actually okay with that. Um, My major is, aside from if we had an engineering program, but we don't, (laughs) it is considered to be... Mine is probably the pre-med track, one of the hardest paths a college student can go at that campus. Yeah. He would have been in position to, but he had the double major to it. If he would have left with one major, he probably would have finished yep. a little early. And then Josh being Josh, he also decided to double down on that. And not only just go for a double major, he also applied for their honors program. And I'm also considering minoring in something. So <laughs> I, I'm trying to basically... This is average jokes. I yes. think we need to talk and go to a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. <laughs> so uh, talk to us a little bit about, like, you know, your last few weeks you had um, a lot on your plate with tests and projects and deadlines. Has God met you in anywhere? Those points where you've been, where you've been able to feel His presence around you, as you've been, have you been navigating that first semester? Oh, absolutely. There's no way I could get through so many of those exams without, like, every single time I have given Him the day, given Him the, given Him what the assignment, and going, this is garbage. It should look like garbage to my English teacher. It should look like garbage to everyone else. It's in your hands. I, I feel his presence pretty much every day, and as long as I continue to uh, focus on him and focus on what he wants for me, I feel that presence, and I feel that uh, you're not alone. Even the Friday, for instance, everyone left campus, I felt truly alone, and then I was like, I know I'm not alone technically, but some human contact would be nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely say I would feel I feel his presence a lot on the campus. I kind of equate it to, uh, you know how. Jesus went into the wilderness, and he was there for a time on his own with the Lord, and then being, uh, as well as being tempted by the devil. Um, there's other moments in scriptures where solo journeys, it kind of feels for me like it's a solo journey to take me out of what I knew, what is home to me, and just to come completely to him and just submit all to him. And it's really cool. It's really nice. I mean, there have been late nights where I'm not shouting out at anger at the Lord, but in pure frustration at the situation, going, I know it's under control, but why? <laughs> You're okay, Josh. We've already had the conversation here. We've got everybody here shouted out to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I can't think of the name of the podcast episode, but it was done a couple months ago if you want to look, re- listen to it. You're allowed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Encouraged to. Nice. Well, that's, uh, I mean, it, there's, there's, um, what am I trying to say? I think there's a, a, an element of going to a college that's not a Christian college that really forces you in some ways to, to have to live out your faith since it's not just an expected thing. Is the furnace on again? Yeah, something. And then, um, but then I think there's experiences that are common in both Christian and secular or non-christian colleges and that experience of shouting out lord help me you know i'm, I'm angry or i'm frustrated with this situation or all of the papers that are due tomorrow morning at eight o'clock and you know you have all that heavy load 
um, I think that's one of those common experiences with, with college kids and the Lord sustains and um, so I, I th- I'm excited to hear what you, you know how things are going for you um, to be able to, to find a Bible study that quickly on a college campus they, there's a statistic they used to tell us when we were sending Young Life kids to, to school it was, uh, and this was years ago so the statistic is probably just really made up but um, it's something like if you don't plug into a church or a uh, a ministry of some sort within the first 24 hours you won't plug in for the next four years <laughs> I mean it's that crucial that within those first 24 hours that you get connected and so um, I applaud you for that so. and a lot of those people from the Bible study started to become really close friends of mine down there so it is uh, nice having that backup and support while as dealing with the other classes that yeah. do not have that but it's okay that's fine I mean I dealt with uh, I considered him my mentor in high school. He was very big on evolutionary concepts and principles, and I would still laugh at whatever the material that was being taught. And like one of the lessons we had one time was that whales were like this dog-like thing that decided to just go back into the water. Apparently, apparently according to that, that's just over and over again. And as time, they got fins and a bunch of things. I'm like, it sounds so stupid. That's excellent science, isn't it? <laughs> that sounds so incredibly stupid. Like, just why? Well, what is the point? It's going. Uh, it's coming out. Uh, oh no! No, I'm good. I want to go back in the water over and over and over again. Yeah, and understanding the complexity you described earlier on—it's just not doesn't make sense. It's not yeah. scientific. But I'm thrilled to, to hear you going down there too. I think the 20s was probably even harder than uh, junior high. Mm-hmm. for uh, many of us and uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear you talking about creation science and that because I think uh, Ken Ham and Answers in Genesis saved my faith in my 20s and uh, uh, have followed it uh, vigorously ever since and uh, try to keep an open mind like uh, maybe there's another explanation but uh, I haven't seen it and I think it's a big deal yeah. Uh, yeah. Some other people can make can be satisfied without it, I guess, but uh, I think it's irrational. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean. He we got another guy. Got another guy. <laughs> hey guys, Sean Bowman, everybody. She's oh, not even going to say I know anything. This is for. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not even going to speak. This oh, is a, I offered Mike a spot to hunt. I brought him over some maps. Mike? Yes, thank you. Well, you mean Ryan? Just, excuse me, Ryan. <laughs> you can hunt there if you want. Kim can come over. I'm going to step out real quick and have a little conversation. Yeah. Sean, take his mic. Have it on the air. <laughs> we want to talk to Sean. You know, Mike gave up opportunity to sit in the tree stand here, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Sean had texted me and said, "Are we? Is Ryan there recording with us? I got paperwork for him. I knew what he was bringing over for him. This so. is going to be our best episode yet. Yeah, <laughs> if it comes through, it looks like it's still. We're on 19 minutes. All right. Uh, provided the uh, the other the first take doesn't take. Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take another question for you because I know the answers you're gonna say here, but I think it's something that I think everybody else needs to hear as well too. Okay. Um, being that I know you as my son, I know that you've lived a lot of your life with some levels of trepidation and fear when it comes to feeling what God was calling you to do. Where is God meeting you with that? 
now that you're kind of out on your own, you're doing your own thing, you're swimming with jellyfish, like, I can certainly say uh, earlier in like middle school that was a major struggle with fear, and in high school I met with, met with the Lord and was like, I don't want this anymore, I don't want to be afraid, and any time where there would be an opportunity to fear, I would just take the chance and just would go with it. And definitely, for instance, this trip, uh, the down, going down to Florida in general by myself would have been younger me's biggest fear. Hmm. And I can certainly say that I, each time I'm not afraid and I'm willing to face challenges, willing to deal with professors, to... My parents even asked me if I would be willing to swim with sharks, and I said yes, because they're cool. And I think they're cool, mm-hmm. and I don't. I think they get a bad rap. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say through him, I have basically conquered fear, and I try to conquer fear every day and never let it give that power it had yeah. over me ever again. Yep. That's incredible. That's awesome. Manly. <laughs> I've swam with sharks, snorkeled with them. They're awesome. It's really cool. They're cool. They just, they just get a bad reputation, that's all. It might be the teeth. The teeth. <laughs> so I have a follow-up question to that question. Okay. Chris, being uh, close friends with you, um, how are you feeling about sending your son all the way down there and him having to you know, live down there and figure it out and you having your one of your you know your kids gone i'm experiencing a little bit of that now with my own mm-hmm. kids being out of the house you feel like your buddy's gone a little bit uh, admittedly i think i probably have not i've had my days where it's not been a great feeling um i still have some days where you know three o'clock comes and i'm expecting the lanky one to come slamming through the door and, <laughs> and barge mm-hmm. in while i'm on a meeting or something or come barreling down the stairs and you know, it, it's not there. Um, I can I can say that you know the last four or five weeks with him being down in Florida, it's been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting in the house by myself, you know, Monique's back at school, uh, the kids are in school. You know, if I don't have a meeting, if I don't have something busy going on, it's very easy to to fall into that place of, of missing my boy. And yeah. uh, you know, thankfully, you know, getting him down, we had enough other things going on where I, I'm a process-driven individual, so it's step one, step two, and I'll deal with that later. Um, you know, getting back up and getting everybody situated, I didn't really start to feel that sense of, until about a week after we dropped him off, and then it was just like, oh, this sucks. Um, no. But thankful that he, he, he was able to come home this week, and I'm already counting down the days of when he's going to be back again, and we've already got travel plans arranged for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we're even prepping and talking about when we're picking him up in the spring, so you can tell that I'm not necessarily a super fan of him being back (laughs) every day, but, um, you know, the hard part for me as a dad is to not, you know, understanding that my role in his life has changed, and his role in my life has now changed, and, uh, you know, even him being home the last couple of days, I'm fighting that dad mindset of trying to tell him what to do when this. <laughs> Go to bed. He's mad. <laughs> dad, life doesn't even start till after midnight at college. Right. So, like, entering that part of transition of just kind of stepping back and, you know, always going to be his dad, but recognizing that we're at a step now where it becomes more 
hopefully friendship yeah. included yeah. in it. That there's very little that I can tell him to do. I can speak my mind. I can give him pointers. I can give him advice. But ultimately, whatever he's going to do, he's going to do, and it's his decisions. And he's going to have to have accountability for whatever those decisions yeah. are. So. It is nice, though, not having to clean the kitchen yeah. <laughs> and being told to be part of the brother cycle. They're not happy. I'm good. <laughs> That's good insight, Chris. Yeah. I think it's really good. And, and the, um, it gets really hard when you watch them make a decision that you know is not a wise one. Mm-hmm. And you sit back and you're like, I, I can give you some advice. And I've done that. And they've continued to go down that road. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you there was a day that brought me peace with him, and it was probably either his second or third Sunday down there. And you know, he called us about eleven o'clock, and he's like, "Well, I want to go to the chapel down here, and it is pitch black. Like, there's nothing. I'm only they're not open yet. Like, no, he goes, Mom, Dad, like, there's literally nobody in here for a church service. He goes, I don't think there's a church service. And so Monique was like, she goes, well, okay, if it's me, you know, I would, I would go home, I'd find a quiet place, I'd journal, read my Bible. And he goes, yeah, I did that for two hours before I got here. I'm like, I'm, I'm good, whatever. <laughs> yeah, do whatever you want after that. Okay, God's got you. Uh, I'd like to remind you again, this is average Joe. That's right. <laughs> Can't be well, here. Well, you had to bring somebody that's going to bring the bell crew up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good. Maybe we can strive for above average or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Redefine average. Yeah. Just over average. Just over average. <laughs> yeah. How? Where are we at? We oh, hit. 25 minutes. All right. And then if we get anything off the other card, we'll be. Seven. Yeah. So, Kim, I'm kind of taking over Ryan's duties. He walked away to go See, talk we're hunting. Roles with this people, this I girl. know. I, I'm here. I am literally here tonight as a way to die to myself <laughs> does it hurt it hurts bad <laughs> I, told you the text. I didn't think that we had much leverage that we could like i think I, every one of us i know but that's that tree every single time. that's exactly why i put it in the group chat because i knew if i put it in the chat i would go to i would come tonight instead I'm of baking. being in the woods but yeah so so kim you're here why So I started listening to your podcast kind of by accident because um, I added it when I added the BCA podcast. And so whenever BCA comes on, it will automatically, once that ends, it'll play average shows. And it starts off with you guys laughing. So I'm like, all right, I'm intrigued. So then I just started listening. And um, even though it is towards men there are things that you guys cover that it's helpful to have that male insight um trying to raise a son who's now on his own i can relate to some of the things that you're saying and that you've been through and from the beginning when you guys were talking about motivating the men in the church um i've been looking for a way to interact with the ladies besides just bible study and so of course as women, we have to challenge you guys, and um, we challenge ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to rein you guys back in. Lots of times we lose to ourselves. <laughs> so uh, I talked with some of the ladies in the church, and we decided to do average chains to give the female perspective on 
um, just different things that come up and um, maybe there's some ladies who aren't quite ready to sit in church or um, they want to talk about topics but maybe they're just not willing to bring it up so maybe mm -hmm. if they would leave a message um, yep. and we can just have some open female discussion and I guilted some ladies into <laughs> <laughs> to doing it with me and um, women can talk I actually called uh, Rachel and we talked for 45 minutes about <laughs> how yep. it was going to go how are you going to keep complete. women in focus should have yep. just should have just recorded that. I did That's say that to her after. And um, so Brad will say, I'll see you in church on Sunday. And my line is, I'll save you a seat. Nice. Oh, wow. Because Isn't I think that? getting people through the door and overcoming the fear, like what you talked about, is, is definitely a hard place to be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anytime you've been fearful of going and doing something, if you know somebody's going to meet you there or go mm -hmm. with you, it's much easier to overcome that fear and uh so our goal mm -hmm. is to kind of connect with maybe ladies who are either in the church have questions or just discussionary stuff because there's not many groups past that preschool moms group yeah that you can interact with ladies cool and what's the timetable for this when's it going to start so we're hoping to get a couple recorded and get them out um by the first week of november the oh. first time i came here we had Carrie and Sam. Carrie is Rachel's cousin, so it made it a little easier to come. Mm -hmm. I will yeah. say that. Yep. And that has a voice of Sean Bowman and Phil's <laughs> <laughs> the, the golden, I'm the golden dulcet tones. Ryan has joined us again from his hometown. I am back. I am back. That's a very important, important discussion. Can can guys listen to that podcast? Yeah, I strongly shame. encourage them to. We would like to figure out the mind of women it would help us when it comes to working you are average dress though yes well yeah. we are married to women who make it difficult easy <laughs> sean I have, I have worked hard to not throw you under the bus <laughs> oh i lay down and let her run over so. <laughs> and i think there are subjects that would be nice as time goes by um to do a collaborative to say mm -hmm. you know like things that you guys have brought up that are really tough subjects, abortion, different things like that. I mean, as Christians, we all have our perspective and non-believers, they have their perspective. Mm -hmm. But I think our heart comes from a similar place but different mindsets. So mm -hmm. it would just be nice to have mm -hmm. that open forum for people to listen to it. Yeah, cool. Um, Sean, before the we're not sure this is going to be on because we we were recording and then the um the recording kind of fell apart it, the writing wasn't working or whatever so i asked a question mm -hmm. that came from evie um she said she and i've got to ask this i've got to answer this question on monday at kids club um she asked um if satan uh repented and said he was sorry and asked for forgiveness of his sins would god being loving and forgiving uh forgive satan that came from my daughter that came from your daughter <laughs> now you're getting a little picture of the of what i get on mondays with ask pastor mike anything <laughs> but that came from yeah that's yeah. a deep thought for a young girl it's a very deep thought she must have gotten some brains from her mama 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> She's way smarter than I am. So uh, they're good kids. We love love having them. And, That's awesome. Yeah. And Avery, did he sort through those? That bag of yes. So Avery has a. I don't know. They collected acorns, right? Well, it was killing a lawnmower, so they went out and raked them all up. And he's got this wagon that's about three foot long and about a foot wide, and he took about six loads down to the edge of our woods. And the deer are out there enjoying them. Yep. So he went back down and collected a couple of five-gallon pails, but there was a lot of just tops in there. Oh, no. no, no this no. is at my house. This is that <laughs> out at the farm. And uh, he brought them back, and I was like, you got just tops, bud? And he's like, oh, well, I'll so, start picking through. So he picked through two five-gallon pails worth of stuff to find you that bag of just acorns bag of acorns i'm gonna plant them so that i can start my own oak orchard but if some fall below my stand i'm you know while Wait, you, you just put a sign <laughs> out this is not for eating <laughs> that's right <laughs> i mean that's why they have the deer crossing signs right so that the deer don't cross it that's right that's exactly it yeah they are um your kids you guys have been a great addition to the hope chapel family i love I love both of them. They're a lot of fun. So, and your kids have been good too. We just spent half an hour interviewing <laughs> yours. They're my kids. I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I love all of you equally. That's where I'm. <laughs> <laughs> the same, but and it's a philo love, right? That's we've established. That's right. It's not a, it's not a romantic love. No. I gotta be so careful what we say because I. Oh. I'll have. Chris uh, falling in love with me. Meetings. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Which mic had a long reach? <laughs> All right. Well, it's nice to have other men to kind of. I'm not always there on Sundays because every other Sunday I still have to work. So if there's other male influences in their life, I'm okay with that as long as they're a good influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did. I, I'm not gonna make any bones about that. <laughs> it was good chicken. Pun intended. Yeah. And what what's on the menu for the super secret pastor appreciation dinner that I don't oh, know about? Super secret. How am I supposed to? <laughs> I saw brisket was crossed out. Yes. And I don't I have enough brisket. So okay. I saw something about tofu. Yeah, well, that's not. You know, it's like you know nothing about Sean. Yeah. You're saying, Don't get it. They have, they had literally have beef constantly, constantly, right? It's I mean, one it's, of the advantages. Well, I was talking about tofu for you. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you not eating meat while we do. Yeah, Sean's my hookup. He's my meat. Nothing says appreciation like a piece of soy bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> can we, are we done? Or can we end this? I could still get into my stand for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or you can go scope some new ground with Ryan when you leave. So this has been Average Joe. See you in church on Sunday. We'll save you a seat. <laughs>